Hey everybody, this is Gary Smith with Nectar Bridge and I wanted to talk with you today about things you can do to make sure this year's closed out properly and get a great start on the next one. All right, so we'll be talking about making the turn, closing the old year and starting the new one for your business. We'll cover back office issues related to closing out the old year and doing what it takes to get the new year off to a great start. Usual disclaimer, this information is not intended to be accounting or legal advice or to substitute for personal consultation by myself and or your CPA. And we're assuming for the purpose of this discussion that your fiscal year begins January 1, which is typical for most small businesses. So the things you need to do before December 31, and for this section, I mean really the entire last quarter of the year. These are things that as soon as you kind of get toward October, you need to be thinking about these things. You want to estimate your profitability and plan your cash intake and outflows accordingly. So start really looking at where you are. Are you making money? Are you losing money? And if you're looking profitable, there are some things you may want to consider doing to reduce that profitability for tax purposes and pay a little less tax. Year-end bonuses to employees are always appreciated. Don't forget the withholding. Run these through your payroll system. Don't just start writing checks from the checkbook. And if you want to give everyone a even amount, say you want to give people $500, use the payroll system's capabilities to figure out what net, what gross amount rather, will give you a net of $500 uh, so that you don't announce a $500 bonus and then have the checks wind up being uh, somewhere in the low 400s or, or worse due to withholding. Um, charitable contributions are always a great idea. Uh, make sure they're done to 501c3s or other registered charities and that you get a receipt on those items. Um, pay outstanding bills wherever possible. If you have balances that you owe vendors, uh, going ahead and paying them will recognize those costs this year instead of next year. And lastly, and this one's a little trickier, postpone receiving funds until January if practical. So particularly as you get very late in December, if you have sales that look like they might be about to drop um, in December, consider whether or not you should receive deposits for those projects in January so that you have more time to plan for that income if it's substantial and significant. So some things to be careful about when you're spending money at the end of the year to avoid recognizing a profit is that uh, writing checks to yourself or other owners in the business will not reduce taxable income significantly or at all in most cases because those are not expenses in the ordinary sense, they're draws if you're running an LLC or the like. So um, that's not going to get you much of anywhere, unfortunately. And the other bit of advice I have is don't spend money you don't have or on things you don't need just to reduce your tax. Um, sometimes businesses get carried away uh, trying to reduce profitability for the year and they end up um, paying bills off too quickly and they run into cash flow problems for January. And if you don't really need to buy something, don't buy it. That may sound very basic advice, but um, Last I checked, tax rate is still less than 100%. So if you spend a dollar to save a few cents on tax, then that's not really a sound strategy. Uh, buy things you actually need. And it's also a great time of year to work with your CPA to plan any business structure changes for the new year, such as 
uh, new partners coming in, old partners retiring or leaving the company, or if you're considering a change, such as uh, turning your sole proprietorship into an LLC or electing to be an S-Corp, this is the time of year to do it. It's also a good idea to review payroll systems for accurate data on employees. Don't forget your employees who left you for one reason or another during the current year. You still need to have their information to send W-2 forms. That has often been a, uh, a headache for me, frankly, when working on payroll systems is people leave, they move, they don't tell you where they went, and then they call you looking for W-2 forms. So try to make sure you got current addresses on all your employees that worked with you during the year, even if they're no longer with you. Ensure that payroll taxes have been timely filed and paid for the year. Um, this is an extremely serious area in tax compliance. It's um, if you withhold payroll taxes and those are not paid to the various authorities, you're gonna have problems. So make sure that's been done. Work with your CPA to ensure that your records are in order. Sometimes our accounting systems accumulate a few stray transactions. There are some unusual or odd transactions that occur, like perhaps a refund from a vendor, for example, that um, people didn't exactly know what to do with, and those things need to be squared away. It's a good idea to use the Ask My Accountant uh, transaction type in QuickBooks. If you have any doubt, just flag it as Ask My Accountant, and that way your accountant will have a ready-made list of things to look at as they review these things at the end of the year. If you have balances on accounts that shouldn't be there, that it's a great time to check on that. Um, various general ledger accounts that may have balances that are unexpected or not explained um, need to clear those up. If you have business partners or investors that must uh, get distributions of the profit, then once you've arrived at that profit number, then you need to pay them. Don't forget about that when you're doing things like writing bonuses and so forth, because that may affect your cash flow as well. And close the books, um, and I'll say if and when desired. In older days, accounting packages often required that books be closed for data archiving purposes. A lot of times there wasn't the memory space to keep open years of a business uh, around indefinitely. That's less of a problem with newer systems but it's still a good idea to close the company formally once you are sure you've, you've made all the entries you need to make because that way people can't accidentally go back and record things for the previous years, which might affect your, uh, your books, affect uh, your, in case you got audited, you didn't now end up with slightly different numbers which could raise questions. So consider closing your books out in a formal sense. Moving on to January in the new year, January is generally the time that you're required to update or renew, uh, for example, city business licenses. And if you have uh, professional certifications, those generally just come due whenever they come due, but it's not a bad time of year to review them. Make sure you're up to date on your CE credits, continuing education credits, and that sort of thing. So, um, you have a deadline at the end of January by which time you must have mailed any W-2 and 1099 forms to those that you've paid in the past year, so make sure that's getting done promptly. And it's, it's a great time of year to look at and ensure that your expenses are being tracked properly, particularly if you haven't exactly been up to speed on this. Um, the IRS generally announces a new mileage rate 
late in the year that will become effective January 1. Um, so look out for that and make sure that's getting uh, tracked correctly beginning January 1. And again, if you just generally haven't been tracking your expenses too well, this is a great time to start. Uh, best practice is to use a dedicated business checking account, debit cards, credit cards, and the like, so that if you write a check or use that card, then it's just a presumption that that's a business expense and it's just a matter of determining what kind of business expense. And then use, of course, your personal accounts for things like personal clothing and eating out and that sort of thing. And that way you're not having to untangle these things at the end of the year. Also, there's a lot of smartphone apps and the like that will track your mileage and uh, allow you to scan receipts and that sort of thing. And those are great tools for keeping up with this stuff. When you're in the period, first quarter of the new year, you're really thinking about two tax periods. The first one is the one you're filing for. Uh, if you're filing April 15, you're of course filing on last year's taxes. And so you're, you're working on those last year's records, but you're also in the, the current tax period, which you'll file for next year. This may sound really, really basic, but I've seen people get a little confused about what tax year affects what. So you're always filing for the previous tax year. For example, in April 15 of 2019, um, we'll be filing the 2018 tax return and, and so on. There are some decisions for the current year that can still be made when you get past the new year, but for example, the S-Corp uh, election can be made during the current year. But the sooner you do these things, the easier the process will be and the less catch up you'll have to be playing both in terms of planning and in some cases, uh, you know, writing checks. So make sure that you're doing those kind of things as early in the year as possible or even better do them in the previous year. It's a great time of year to work with your CPA to project your business's size, profitability and activities during the year look over all of these things and make sure that uh, you're planning for them in advance. This makes it a lot easier to do the proper uh, quarterly withholdings for yourself personally. So it's a great idea to do that as soon as possible. I've talked a whole lot about accounting and really as we wind this up, just thinking about everything else about your business, your operational marketing and sales strategies, it's, really a great time of year to plan these things. It's a time of year when often the people working with you are kind of rested up from the holidays. A lot of times they're kind of eager to get back to work. And it, that way you can share your vision with the team about what you want to get done. Goals are accessible. Goals are easier to make because they've got uh, 11 or 12 months to get these things done. And interesting thing, I think this is overlooked sometimes, um, the, the outside vendors you might be working with to get this kind of work done, um, they're not as busy and they're really looking for people to talk to and they really appreciate people bringing in this work in January. Uh, it's a slower time of year for CPAs in a sense because so many people wait until March, April timeframe to actually even think about taxes, believe it or not. Um, consultants like myself are looking uh, to do planning with people and also think about things like marketing opportunities. Take, for example, a trade show. If you're gonna exhibit at a trade show, a lot of times there's discounts to be had on exhibitor or attendee tickets. 
and you can get better booth spaces and on and so forth just by being there in January talking to them about these things instead of waiting until later. So those are some ideas about planning for the old or closing out the old year and planning for the new year. And I would love to hear from you. If you have questions about anything I've talked about today, uh, email me at gary at nectarbridge.com or go to my website, nectarbridge.com and contact me there. Love to hear from you. Thanks.